What's poppin'? This is Tay and Cass with the Level the Fuck Up Podcast. At the end of the day, if it comes at a cost of my health and comes at a cost of my work-life balance, that's when it needs to shift. And so it's like, you need to know your root cause. What's your belief behind that? And how can you shift the way you're thinking about that to be a positive in your life and not become a negative? What is popping little mamas and little homies that actually listen? Happy freaking new week. Let's get after it, but also let's rest because guess what? This podcast is all about being a workaholic, AKA basically my title. Um, and we're going to chat and discuss me and Tay a little, just like, you know, contra convert. What, what, what am I trying to go for? Conversation. Just like a little conversation. Little conversation. I was like, why am I struggling with that word? Guys, words are hard. It's okay. If you're struggling too, we all out here. Okay. It's fine. Anyways. Okay. To continue. Um, <laughs> if you're a workaholic, this one's for you. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something or that we're a recovering workaholic. And this yeah. is like, I think like, I don't know, however serious you want to take this, this could be a triggering episode for some of you guys. I don't know if this is like that to that extent, but I just wanted to like kind of throw that out there. Um, We're just going to be, I'm just going to be interviewing basically Cass on her tendencies and her desires to always feel pressure to work and why those come for her. And um, so if you guys can relate, great. If you guys have someone in your lives that is a workaholic, maybe you can understand them better because of this episode. So let's just dive on in. All right, Cass. So when did you feel like in your life, like working or being maybe productive was something that was like super important to you? Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the fact that she was about to say busy, but she didn't use the word busy and I hate the word busy and that just drives me nuts anyways. So good job on that. Um, but okay, guys, this goes back to like knowing yourself and life coaching. And I've done like a lot of depth work within this of what is the root cause behind my workaholicness at the end of the day, it starts all the way back to like when I was little of, I played every sport in college. I played sport and did all 18 credits. Uh, and then in grad school, same thing, worked full time, went to school for full time. So my whole life has been full time go like wake up to like go to sleep, just doing your thing, whether that's like school or like work. And so I never had like quote unquote free time because my free time was my fun time in regards to like playing a sport, um, or like hanging out with friends that played the sport. And, and so it just was it was never a thing for me to really be slow. And so when I got into like the work world after grad school, that's kind of when I started my photography business. I didn't see anything wrong with the fact that it was sun up to sundown. Like I, that's all I ever knew. And so it was just like, it, to me, it was like, yes, hustle and bustle, but it was never looked at as a bad thing. It was just like, I'm doing what I love and, and that's it, period. Mm-hmm. And then when the anxiety came into play, then that's when it was like a sign of like, maybe you were pushing yourself too hard. Yeah. And so now with what I would say is like, 
I continually am a workaholic, but the basis of that, I think is it's such a deep rooted thing of I've never not been. And so it's like unteaching or unlearning how to be and learning a new way. Mm -hmm. And to do that takes a lot of different habits to change. It takes a lot of consciousness. It takes a lot of discipline. And so I am continually doing that. Um, And it will never be perfect just because that's just the way it is. That's so nice. I just like Googled workaholic. Yeah. (laughs) And it says causes of workaholics tend to be anxiety and intimacy problems. (laughs) That's cute. <laughs> Furthermore, workaholics anxiety problem. Yeah, anxiety. Workaholics tend to have an inability to delegate work tasks to others and tend to obtain high scores on personality traits such as neurotics, perfectionism, and conscientious conscientiousness. Conscientiousness. Um, which is just crazy because, um, oh, and then it says like, you know, more sleep problems, um, emotional exhaustion and high anxiety, um, which is like very, very true. And, but also I think there's like two sides, I feel like to workaholicness. And like, I think that sometimes it can be really triggering for some people, like a very negative type of emotion. And then I think that like, there's also an optimistic way to look at a workaholic. And I think that Cass is, um, actively like a practitioner and I feel like because I'm so up close to her and up close in her life like I can say that to balance and um I think that for her she's had the most balance and I think that you obviously say that all the time too as you've had the most balance in you that you've ever had in a sense of enjoying life and playing hard and working hard but I think also Do you think like when you play hard, do you feel more guilt coming back to work? I don't feel more guilt, but what has happened recently is I'll work hard and I'll play hard to the point of exhaustion. And then like, this is exactly what happened with me getting sick of, Oh, I'm in a work life balance. But my, that, that balance was still like going a hundred percent at both things. And so Mm -hmm. when I came back to the work week after a hard, like past work week and past weekend, then I'd come back, like not feeling 100 feeling drained, not, you know, like, just sick and my body just like shut down. Right. And so, um, my new thing that I'm finding is I need rest days and like full on rest days. That means like, okay, like (laughs) truly doing nothing within life, nothing within business. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try to take two of those per month. Um, and where it fully is just where I'm like chilling PJs doing nothing mushy day. Can't even grab my computer. Can't even grab my phone because here's the thing too. It's like with the phone thing, it's like, no matter what, it's like, I'm either texting people or DMing people back. Like it all counts as work. And for, and, and so for a long time, maybe you're listening and you are the same as me of like, oh, well, it's just some DMs or it's just some texts or, you know, whatever it's work. At the end of the day, it, it is work, especially the DM portion. Um, and so just never allow yourself to give yourself excuses to have a rest day. If you're going to take a rest day, it better be 100%. Like, don't have one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. And I think, too, I, I think a lot of us, like, are forced to take rest days when we're sick, right? Like, our body, like, literally shuts down or, like, a hangover day. But then I almost, like, wouldn't even necessarily count those as, like, intentional rest days because no. – 
Like, I think it's really great that, because you haven't even told me that, like that you were going to take two days a week. So I'm really proud of you for that. That's, that's really great. not a week or that's what I meant. Sorry. Two days a month. I was like, wow, that's a week. <laughs> I'm like, like, that's what I do <laughs> a week. No, just kidding. Um, no, but I'm really proud of you for that because I think that that's going to be like something that you'll be able to like really, really notice in in your ability to just like be able to have higher energy, higher health and, um, more like passion, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And going back to the root causes as well is that I think it's very important to know your root cause. So for say like my first root cause was the fact that I've always done everything in regards to sports. My second root cause became the financial piece of, I was balling out when I first started photography, my first year in Maui as a photographer, I was like starting to make six figures. It was coming in hot. So my workaholicness was attached to a money figure because here's the thing is, as an entrepreneur, once you hit a certain amount, so say you hit a 10 K month, then you are trying to figure out a way to keep hitting those 10 K months. Um, and so for me, it was the chase of that and that kept, continually kept the workaholicness and it wasn't the success of money. It was what can money do? And so it was like, money can buy me a house. Money can give me the lifestyle I want, which is awesome. But yeah. at the end of the day, it was the driving force to my death, essentially like uh, to my workaholicness. And so that was like another thing. Now I would say my root cause to my workaholicness being like three years in my business, I would say is I want to serve and love and pour into so many other entrepreneurs that that has been such a focus for me that it almost sounded better in my brain, right? Like, um, like, well, I'm, I have all these business coaching and life coaching clients and, and I'm impacting them and this is all great and fun. But at the end of the day, if it comes at a cost of my health and comes at a cost of my work-life balance, that's when it needs to shift. And so it's like, you need to know your root cause. What's your belief behind that? And how can you shift the way you're thinking about that to be a positive in your life and not become a negative? Because it can very quickly become a negative and you just continually put it down and aren't recognizing it. For sure. I think that's, that was really well said. I think too, um, it's always like chasing X, right? Like, and she just kind of repeated that of like chasing a number or chasing a number of following or chasing a house or chasing a family. And it's like, we're, we're in this like rat race of, of chasing things. And I think too, like society has put that on us, like in, in a sense, and it needs to be like an everyday mindfulness that we kind of come back to the present moment. And we're not always just chasing, um, to get to a moment that we've waited so long to get to like maybe six figures or whatever, because like, even in my experience, like, like going back six years ago, like I hit six figures and that was in a sense, maybe like a workaholic phase for me because I was chasing a number. Um, and then, and then I just realized that like, that just wasn't success to me. Like time was more success to me. And so it just always has to be something that like, you don't forget like where you want to go and how you want to feel. Because I think like chasing this like X can give you temporary, 
um, like satisfaction, what am I trying to say? Satisfaction um, and happiness and maybe that feeling of being proud of yourself because maybe you never believed that you could make it or something like that. I think that that's like in a really empowering place to be. But I think also there is that like fine line of being really proud of yourself, but also like checking back in with yourself. And, and I even was just talking about this on my story the other day of like a mid-year check-in, because I think that so many of us can be on autopilot for like, I don't know whether you're a goal oriented person or not, but we can just be on autopilot, especially with summer and activities and either working a nine to five or in your business with busy season right now. Um, but just checking back in, in with yourself and just being like, like, what do I need to do to be happy and internally successful? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. And um, I think a workaholicness comes from also when you make a certain amount of money, you are purchasing things that you are able to purchase, but doesn't mean it's necessarily the best thing to purchase. Yeah. And so it, it goes to like you create a lifestyle of a certain amount of number and you have to stay up with that number. And so if you feel as though that number is driving you, then like I would recommend going through your finances and finding things you can eliminate. So that number becomes less because realistically we can simplify, right? It's like, do you really need that house within the next six months or can you get it a year from now? And so it just is figuring out what is best for you. I'm not saying don't chase goals and don't be ambitious, but at the end of the day, simplify and, and work through that versus like having so much on your plate that it's making you stay workaholic. So it's like, you really have to find the habits that you need to change if Mm -hmm. you want to make the change. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think so now in your life, what would you say like are, what, what would you say like success means to you? Or what do you think that like right now you are after? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so good. I would say truly just like the balance, the balance of like work and life and like when I'm on, I'm on, but when I'm off, I'm off. So for me, it's like, I am going towards discipline and being very disciplined in my time management, making sure my mornings are for me and those are sacred. And then if I'm going to work, I'm going to work a certain amount of hours and have certain amount of clients. And then when I'm done, I'm done. So I can spend time with Kane and I can spend time with Kyle. So it's like, I'm able to give myself that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I just feel like I'm success is disciplined to me. And I, and I think that if I can be disciplined, then I can have the freedom and the balance of work-life balance. Totally. No, 100%. That's really good. I love that so much. And also, I mean, we've mentioned this before on another podcast of like relationships, but I kind of just want to dive into it a little bit more Mm -hmm. of like, what, how do you feel like your workaholicness has like affected friendships, um, your relationship with Kyle? um, Mm. Yeah, no shit. That's good. Um, I would say it can affect it in a sense, kind of like what, what comes to my brain first is with you of, um, my work at colleague-ness is like a, uh, can be seen as like, I'm on a different level and you're on a different level. Right. And then like, you're continually trying to get to my level and then I'm continually trying to not be on my level. Does that make, okay. So what I'm saying is like the guilt trip behind being at the pace or like me being a workaholic. 
Mm. It's not me being a workaholic that's bad. What's bad is what comes with it in regards to not giving myself and my friends the time. So, so what I mean by that is kind of in, in a sense of like, does that make sense? Like, am I, am I explaining this well or? I, I, I know. Like- I think, I think that, um, and I don't want to say like being a workaholic is negative, but I, I think that work ethic is positive. I think yes. obsessive compulsive workaholicness is not good. Yes. Okay. That, that was so well said. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, this is why she is my person. Okay. So work ethic is great because that's what I struggle with is like, I have a hard work ethic. I'm not going to say sorry for that. No. But and you never workaholicness is bad. It's yeah. the same thing as alcohol is not bad. <laughs> Alcoholicness is bad. <laughs> so it's, it's like the whole thing, right? And so I think for me, it was that. And then just knowing like, am I giving my people the time that they deserve? And then am I understanding? Because I saw this thing at Kobe. I posted it yesterday about like what he wished he would have known in the beginning of his like career. Yeah. He would have understood empathy and understood compassion. And and he was so cutthroat. And that is something I resonate with of, I don't understand people that can't work hard or, or that like don't have like the drive that I do and all the things, but in reality, their life isn't my life. Their mind isn't my mind. And so with friendships and relationships, for example, like Kyle works a lot less than me, but that doesn't mean he's not working hard and what he values is a lot different than me than what I value. And that's okay. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But what happens with workaholics, I think, or people that have good worth ethic, they're like, oh, I'm working so much harder than you. You're not working hard. So I have this weird vendetta against you for not like coming on my level kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've had that in the past. And it's like, you have to check yourself of like, it's not for like everyone's on their own page. Right. right? And, and I so think it goes into like, um, I think there's certain things that you're obviously attracted to in people, right? Like, and I think that one of those big things that you're attracted in, in friendships and relationships is work ethic. And so it's like, yeah, like you said, like Kyle maybe doesn't work as many hours as you or whatever, but like, yeah. you know, the way that he like sets up the bow or the way that his, he's pretty clean or like the way that he's like handyman, like his work ethic is pretty like, you know, something that you're attracted to. Totally. And it's like, in like with us, it's like, we both are entrepreneurs and we both wanted to start level up and we both wanted to serve this community. Like our work ethic was there. It's just like, it's at a different level of like, yeah, our, our values and like how we work, mm-hmm. which is like kind of beautiful in a weird way, but it's also just like understanding that like, not everyone is going to be like on the same like if we're driving and fuck on the freeway, like there's a reason why there's a slow lane over there, but that person's still going to get to their destination. <laughs> Damn. Say it again for the people in the back. Oh, <laughs> so if you're a slow lane driver out there, I see you. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, I think that that was really awesome. I, I love that episode and we hope that y'all could take something from it and share it on your social medias. If you resonated with it, um, give us a like or a, I don't know, subscribe and a review, please. That's been amazing. You <laughs> said that. And with that said, Level Level Level. Level. Level.